hosts of Like It Matters Radio heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump will be hitting the road later today. The president's day trip to Texas is mixing policy and politics. Mr. Trump will attend a ribbon-cutting ceremony for a Louis Vuitton workshop about a half hour south of Fort Worth. The company is pledging to create 1,000 jobs over five years. Later, the president will hold a Keep America Great rally in downtown Dallas. Greg Clugston at Joint Base Andrews in Maryland. Reaction is pouring in to the death of veteran Maryland Congressman Elijah Cummings. President Trump tweets warmest condolences to the family and many friends of the Democratic lawmaker. Cummings died this morning at Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore. He was 68 years old. Stocks are higher on Wall Street this hour. The Dow is up about 96 points. The Nasdaq ahead 58. And the S&P is up 18 points. This is SRN News. October is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Besides skin cancer, breast cancer is the most commonly diagnosed among women. Information on prevention and early detection, as well as resources on treatment and support, can be found at sites like nationalbreastcancer.org or at the American Cancer Society's website, cancer.org. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Stream online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com or tune in with our free mobile app. Looking at a pretty decent day today as we update your forecast before we get into Like It Matters Radio here on Wellness 1570. We'll see a clear out, some sunshine, 56 today. Tonight, then increasing clouds with low in the mid-40s, and then a few clouds for your Friday, but a bit warmer with a high around 66. Looking pretty good. It's Like It Matters Radio next year on Wellness 1570. Listen online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is. Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. 
Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before. And they might not even know a stock from a rock but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Attend a free investing class near you. Call now, 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're going to talk about a really important subject. Today, we're going to talk about probably one of the biggest factors in why there is so much turmoil, chaos, uh, why there's so much bitterness and resentment. Uh, and that thing that we're going to cover is called presuppose. And that's what today's show is called, just one word, presuppose. Because, ladies and gentlemen, every single human being presupposes. Yep. We go into situations with a preset belief system about that thing. Or, and, and it's based on our past. It's based on our history. It's based on our, our BS. And, again, I'm not talking about when I say BS. The stuff that you walk in uh, fields in Texas and step in. That's not what I'm talking about, BS. I'm talking about belief system. And one thing I say over and over and over, and some of you really don't get it, I say nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. Uh, And the map is not the territory. Uh, The example, you know, I can give you a picture of my beautiful bride. Might be a nice picture. But that's not my bride. My bride is much more four-dimensional than that little uh, one- or two-dimensional, whatever that picture is, right? So today we're going to talk about this thing called presuppose because it's huge, huge in our world. Um, And to suppose, you know, I love to start with the basic etymology. Suppose is to assume something as for the sake of argument or as part of a proposition of theory. Suppose the distance to be one mile, okay? Or it's to consider something as a possibility suggested or an idea or plan proposed. In other words, suppose we wait until tomorrow. And the third definition is to believe or assume as true. Take for granted. It is supposed that his death was an accident. 
to think or hold as an opinion. What do you suppose he will do? So I want you to understand what the word suppose is, because when you put pre in front of it, it's kind of like, why is inflammable and flammable the same exact thing, right? <laughs> but you put an I am in front of it. Inflammable and flammable are the same things. Uh, and sometimes suppose and presuppose are the same thing. So presuppose is to tacitly assume at the beginning of a line of argument or course of action that something is the case. In other words, your argument presupposes that it does not matter who is in power. Now, from Wikipedia, the description of presupposition is this. In the branch of linguistics known as pragmatics, a presupposition is an implicit assumption about the world or background belief relating to an utterance whose truth is taken for granted in discourse. An example they gave, uh, Jane no longer writes fiction, right? Which presupposes Jane's Jane once wrote fiction, right? It's the old, uh, I don't know if it's a joke, but the old thing in the court, you know, when did you stop beating your wife? Uh, I did it. So you're still beating her? I, I mean, uh, I, I never did. So you, you're right. I mean, it's a, it's a double-ended question there. You kind of get stuck either way you answer it. But today I want to go into presuppose. See, I presuppose, it's just a basic belief system, that if you're listening to this radio show, that you want to be better that you don't want to be good enough. Now, that might not necessarily be true. Maybe you work for my enemy and you want to get dirt on me. Maybe you uh, enjoy at 5 o'clock getting together with friends and mocking all the mistakes I make on the radio, (laughs) right? It's a presupposition. But I'm going to presuppose that if you're listening to this radio show, it's because you want to be better and because you don't want to accept good enough. You know good enough, G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. Good enough to get by, good enough for government work, which brings me to these great words of prose uh, by Edgar Guest, one of my favorite poets. He says, my son, beware of good enough. It isn't made of sterling stuff. It's something any man can do. It marks the many from the few. It has no merit to the eye. It's something any man can buy. Its name is but a sham and bluff, for it is never good enough. With good enough, the shirkers stop in every factory and every shop. With good enough, the failures rest and lose to men who give their best. With good enough, the car breaks down and men fall short of high renown. My son, remember and be wise. In good enough, disaster lies. With good enough, have ships been wrecked. The forward march of armies checked. Great buildings burned and fortunes lost, nor can the world compute the cost. In life and money it has paid, because at good enough men stayed. Who stops at good enough shall find success has left him far behind. There is no good enough that's short of what you can do and ought. The flaw which may escape the eye and temporarily get by shall weaken under the strain and wreck the ship or car or train. For this is true of men and stuff. Only the best is good enough. And today, we want to settle. We don't don't ever want to settle for good enough. But I want you to understand that the way you perceive things give it meaning. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. Which brings me a story I heard. I got this from Australia. Uh, David Friedman from Terry, Australia, sent this out, and then I got a copy of it. 
It's called dust if you must. A house becomes a home when you can write I love you on the furniture. I can't tell you how many countless hours I've spent cleaning. I used to spend at least eight hours every weekend making sure things were just perfect in case someone came over. Then I realized one day that no one came over. They were all out living life, having fun. Now when people visit, I find no need to explain the condition of my home. They are more interested in hearing about the things I've been doing while I was away living life and having fun. If you haven't quite figured this out as yet, please heed this advice. Life is short, so enjoy it. Dust if you must. But wouldn't it be better to paint a picture or write a letter, bake a cake or plant a seed, or even ponder the distance or the difference between want and need? Dust if you must. But there's not much time with rivers to swim and mountains to climb, music to hear and books to read, friends to cherish and life to lead. Dust if you must. But the world's out there with the sun in your eyes, the wind in your hair, a flutter of snow, a shower of rain. This day will not come around again. Dust if you must, but bear in mind, old age will come and it's not kind. And when you go and go, you must. You, yourself, will make more dust. It's not what you gather, but what you scatter that tells what kind of life you've lived. And remember, a layer of dust protects the wood beneath it. See, it's all about a bunch of BS. Belief systems. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. And I truly believe as leaders that we must know what we believe because it drives everything. It is the structure that we build everything else on. Uh, I've been to tons of trainings. I love to go to trainings. And I don't know of any training that starts off by dealing with your basic structure of your beliefs. Because everything we do or do not do comes from that belief. And yet in my training at likeitmatters.net, that's one of the first things I do the first night. I go into how people's BS works. And so you got to realize in the study of transactional analysis, Dr. Eric Burns took the complex field of psychology and put it in layman's terms. And he showed us simply that there's a stimulus and the response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. Why? Because the brain is six times faster than we can talk. So what happens when someone says something or does something, we go to our BS. We go to our past. We see something from our past. We hear something from our past. Or we feel something from our past. And then based on that, we respond. Think about this. We're not really responding to what the other person says or does. What we're responding to is our presupposition. What we're responding to is the narrative in our head about what we believe that people said or did. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're covering the important topic of presuppose. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 What hours? can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home 
y somos a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it'll change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening classes in Minneapolis, November 21st through the 23rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. In Minnesota, you can take 10,000 different routes to adventure. One path leads you to bluff country biking and world-class hiking trails. Head in a different direction and explore modern art and a historic brewery. Navigate by boat to a lakeside restaurant or cruise downriver with friends on a paddleboard. No matter which route you take, from star-studded concerts to camping under the stars, you're destined to find your true north. Only in Minnesota. Visit exploreminnesota.com. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Raleigh, North Carolina, November 7th to the 9th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And today we are covering a really important topic. Uh, I like to call it presupposition. And to presuppose something is basically having a preset belief system as you go into something. And by the way, every single human being has those. Remember, we are unconscious creatures. And so we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. So a lot of things that are going on are in the deep recesses of our unconscious mind. They're still there. But just because we consciously don't think about them does not make them go away. It's kind of like my little boy, Benai, he's four years old. And he hasn't done this lately, but you've seen this with little children. Sometimes they'll put something over their eyes. Uh, They'll cover their eyes and close their eyes. And they believe that if they can't see you, then you can't see them, right? If they just close their eyes or cover their eyes, even though they're standing right in front of you, you're not going to see them. Now, that's a good analogy for what's really going on in our mind. There's all this other stuff right in front of us, but it's unconscious. But it's still in play. It's still in play. One thing I do in one of my trainings, what I do is uh, right at the beginning of the process, I have them publicly go up to each person, look in the eye, and with 100% honesty, I have them make one of three declarations. And, and they say them out loud. 
Uh, and I told them I wanted to be honest. What are the three declarations that they got to pick one of the three from? I trust you or I don't trust you or I don't know. Yep. I mean, they're just meeting these people. They're, they've probably known each other for an hour, maybe two hours, kind of just getting involved in the process. And they got to go up to each person, look them in the eye, and out loud say one of three things. And they're supposed to be speaking the truth with honesty. I trust you or I don't trust you or I don't know. And then I move on. I don't address it till later the next day. And then I ask them, so what did you make those decisions based upon? And by the way, I say, I don't care what you said out loud. Uh-uh. Because people lie all the time. Trust me. We deal with it all the time. I want to know what was really going in in your inner thoughts. What was really going in your gut? What were you really feeling? And people laugh because I know what's going on. Just because you don't talk about it doesn't mean it's not happening. And I said, so what did you make that decision based upon? And people, I'm, oh, well, I, I always trust people until they give me a reason not to. Or we're in a leadership class, and, and so uh, I, I know I'm supposed to trust everybody. Or, or blah, blah. And I go, those are all strategies. Those are all strategies. I'm not asking you for your strategy. I'm asking you for your gut feeling, that first inclination. And what it was based upon is our past, in the unconscious mind, maybe you, you remind me of someone uh, that uh, was really positive in my life. And I don't know this consciously, but there's just something about you I really like. I don't know what it is, but something about you, I just really feel comfortable around that person. Or maybe there's something that reminds me of something bad in my past. Someone that beat me up, a bully, maybe a mannerisms like a father who beat on me all my life. I don't know. And just, you know, everybody else says you're a great person, you're a wonderful person, uh, and Man, something about that person, it's just not right. I don't trust that person, right? See, it's based on our past. It's based on the trauma and drama. It's based on our BS, the belief systems. And that's what we do. We carry our chains of pain from our past into other people's future. And when we presuppose, even if it's right, I'm not putting a negative slant on it, saying maybe it's wrong. I'm saying we need to be aware of what's going on. That's why what I do is called awareness training. Because we need to be aware of what's going on around us. Most people are are just blocked out. They're unconscious. They're just putting their nose to the grindstone. They're just checking boxes. They're getting through. They're getting through the next school year, getting through the next political season, getting through the next anniversary, getting through the next project, getting through the next month, getting through the next whatever it is. And we miss most of what's going on in life. Remember, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain constantly. We've all driven home before without realizing how we've driven home. But yet we stopped at all the stops, we turned at all the turns, and there we did, voila, we wound up at home. And I'm not talking about drug or alcohol-induced, right? (laughs) Right? I'm not talking about that. We are in a self-induced trance, technically. And that's what happens all the time. And see, one of my things with this radio show is I want you to, to work your noodle, Remember, based on information from Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot by Dr. Restack, that we realize how we work. And our brain is the only organ in our body that does not have to have a limited time span. I mean, your kidneys are only good for so long, so many, you know, so much filtration. Your heart's only good for so long, so many pumps. But your brain has unlimited plasticity. Your brain can get younger and younger and younger. It doesn't need to grow stale. It doesn't need to grow stagnant. We don't need all these other mental things that are going on. 
we can keep our brain as young as possible. I believe that. I presuppose that. Don't you see what beliefs are? Beliefs are presuppositions. That's why beliefs are so important, because they are presuppositions. That's why we got to be careful with this whole women's movement to brand all men as bad. Once that takes hold, some people don't realize the damage that's causing. How are little girls going to look at their fathers? How are women going to look at a good man? How are courts, family courts, going to judge a man if the BS, if the presupposition is that all men are evil? And if you're a white man, every problem in the world is because of you. Don't you understand how that type of BS, those type of presuppositions will cause irreparable damage? Not just to the now, but to the generations that come after. Because these are hardcore preset beliefs, presuppositions. And I want to presuppose that you want to build your noggin, that you tune into this show for an hour of power to keep your brain young, to keep it working, to expand your thoughts, to to get outside your comfort zone. And today I'm actually going to share with you the basic 13 original major presuppositions of NLP because these are presuppositions that I approach every trauma, every drama, everything with. It is a filter. It is a frame. And we all do it. Just a lot of people do it unconsciously. And, you know, we are made to work unconsciously. We are unconscious creatures. You have in your unconscious brain what's something called the basal ganglia. The basal ganglia. Its entire purpose is to get you into a habit as quick as possible. You have a system in your unconscious brain called the reticular activating system, the RAS. It is the brain's focal center unconsciously. It is working all the time, and whatever you set it to, that's what it sees. You're not doing this consciously, but all that negative programming, all that programming that's running all the time, it's like random access memory, right? There's different type of memory. There's memory that's readily available, desktop, and then there's memory that's running in the background. It's just like your computer, And unfortunately, the memory running in the background really dictates far more than the random access memory, the the desktop memory. And so I want to tell you, if we're working our noodle, if we're going to work our noodle, I want to share with you some information before I go into the presuppositions that I operate with. A great article I found uh, uh, says, I'm a neurologist, and these are the five things I do to keep my brain healthy. And, you know, I was surprised when I didn't see number one, listen to likeitmattersradio.com. I was stunned. I really thought when I opened this article that the number one thing as a neurologist that she does or he does to keep his brain healthy was listen to likeitmattersradio.com. That, that's not it, just so you know, which stunned me, shocked me. But I'm still going to go ahead and share this information. So, brain health. It's not exactly sexy, but it's basically the boss when it comes to your overall health. After all, it says, without a healthy brain, you want to be able to enjoy the activities you love the most, whether it be a solo run, a competitive trivia game with friends, or rolling on the floor giggles with your little one. Having a healthy mind is crucial, uh, which is why you want to listen up as Ajit Sodhi, MD, a neurologist and the director of neurocritical care at the California Institute of Neuroscience, shares the habits and activities he does to promote and improve brain function every single day. It's advice you and your brain Simply can't miss. So number one, regularly exercise your brain. Oh, he does say you should listen to Like It Matters Radio. That is the number one thing. I'm sorry, I misread it. Just like the rest of your body, Dr. Sodi keeps says keeping your brain active and engaged 
is key to optimal brain health. My brain is busy all the time, he says, and no, he doesn't mean thinking about work. He does puzzles, crosswords, Sudoku. He listens to thought-provoking things like Like It Matters Radio. Just so you know, that's not in there. I added that. So uh, in all fairness, if you read the article, uh, it, it's not there. So want to be upfront about that. And by the way, this is from uh, wellness, uh, wellandgood.com. Wellandgood.com. Number two, it says munch on brain food. So it's interesting. What he's saying is it matters what you put in your mouth because your body breaks it down and uses it for fuel. So he talks about using lutein-rich foods, dark, leafy green vegetables, kale, spinach, collard, turnip greens, peas, eggs. Talk about how important it is. Omega-3 fatty acids. So one thing he's talking about what you put in your brain to exercise it. And the second thing he says what you put in your body to feed your brain. Number three, sweat it out. Breaking a sweat daily, some kind of exercise. He says 30 minutes a day, something, just to get your heart beating. And it says the American Heart Association recommends 150 minutes per week of moderate aerobic activity or 75 minutes per week of vigorous. Number four, check this out. He says live with purpose. Sound far out? Think again. Dr. Sodi says one of the things that helps keep his brain healthy is moving through his day with a purpose. As a physician, he says, I have a built-in purpose, my patients. However, my purpose goes far beyond that. It's my family, my community. And number five, he says, drink up. Whether it's a cup of coffee or drinking water, Dr. Sodi says they both make this list for better brain health. You've got to hydrate yourself. You've got to give your body good stuff so it can function at a high level. And so I'm presupposing that you want to work your noggin, that you want to work your noodle. And today, we're going to stretch your thinking. I'm going to share with you the 13 presuppositions of NLP, ones I use as I talk to you, as I work with people, and to realize that we all have these presuppositions. So since you have them, you should identify them, know what they are, and if they're not serving well, change them. I'm Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it'll change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening classes in Minneapolis, November 21st through the 23rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on schedule. Leadership Awakening where 48 hours will change your life. St. John's looks for their second straight football win over the Tommies this Saturday. Hi, I'm Mark Lewandowski. Join me along with Brian Backus and Mike and Charlie Carr for this top 25 matchup. The Johnnies take on the Tommies at Allianz Field in St. Paul. Coverage starts at noon with the Stearns Bank pregame show and the kickoff at 110 on the Quinlivet and Hughes Johnny Football Radio Network right here on Wellness Radio 1570. Johnny's Football is brought to you in part by Breitbach Construction, Freeport State Bank, Rhino Deck, Granite Logistics, Arnold's, Central Minnesota Credit Union, 
Jack's Cafe, and St. Paul Linoleum. Second down and seven for the Royals. High snap to Rosti. He's going to keep it on the read option. He's going to get tackled by the Predator, Petrozuski, and taken down for a loss. Johnny's Football is also brought to you by Coburn, Vernix Pepsi, Novakin, St. Cloud Orthopedics, Deerwood Bank, and Blue Cross Blue Shield of Minnesota. St. John's against St. Thomas. Coverage starts noon Saturday on Wellness Radio 1570, your Johnny station in the Twin City. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Raleigh, North Carolina, November 7th to the 9th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and yes, you can still call me Mr. Black. And today we're talking about presuppositions. In other words, this is the belief system, the frame that you bring into every single thing you encounter, engage, whether it be a political discussion, whether it be a relationship, whether it be at work, you bring these with you. And that's why you need to make sure if you're just now tuning in this radio show, uh, you need to presuppose that you missed a lot and that you need to go back to the beginning. And so please, you need to listen to this entire show. It's not the same show done four times in each segment, like I was told early on. This is about, I want to stretch your noodle. Uh, I want to expand your thinking. I want to work it a little bit to expand the, the plasticity of your brain. And so you need to check out the whole thing. Give yourself 48 minutes, an hour of power, I call it. With commercials, it's an hour. Go to likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this and many other archive messages. Just hit the Listen Now button, and there they'll be. Uh, or if you're in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul, I heard it's getting a little chilly up there, but still warm in the heart with this radio show, you can listen twice a day. Yep. You can go to your terrestrial dial, your AM dial on your phone, I mean on your radio, uh, on your in your car, and go to AM 1570 every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replay it again from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And because of our affiliation with the uh, Twin Cities Wellness Radio, you can actually listen to us on iHeartRadio. So if you go to this app on your phone or on the computer, it's called iHeartRadio. Uh, and you query Wellness Radio 1570, Wellness Radio 1570. Uh, you can listen to us twice a day. And by the way, I did this the other day. It's pretty cool. If you have Siri, if you hit Siri, and my son loves to talk to Siri. It scares me a little bit, but he talks to Siri all the time. But if you hit the button in Siri and say, listen to Wellness Radio Minneapolis, guess what you will hear? If you do it at 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time or 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, you're going to hear Mr. Black and like it matters radio and uh itunes you can subscribe to like it matters radio and please if you do facebook still go to facebook.com slash l i m radio and there you can listen to us mikhailchik sent me high of his book flow he's a russian physicist or a psychologist i think he's a physicist 
He said this, a person can make himself happy or miserable regardless of what is happening outside just by changing the contents of their conscious thinking. We all know individuals who can transform hopeless situations into challenges to be overcome just through the force of their personalities. This ability to persevere despite obstacles and setbacks is the quality people most admire in others, and justly so. It is probably the most important trait not only for succeeding in life, but for enjoying it as well. Listen carefully. To develop this trait, one must find ways to order consciousness so as to be control in control of feelings and thoughts. You got to understand that everybody comes to the table with presuppositions. This whole political mess. I mean, if you watch CNN on a regular basis or MSNBC, I'm going to presuppose that you're in the left, that you hate Donald Trump, uh, that you, you don't agree with the outcome of the last election. It's, just, it's presupposing that. Uh, if you watch Fox News, I'm going to presuppose, most people presuppose, that you're more in the camp of Trump, uh, that you're more conservative, that you're more follow after God, uh, that you're going to lean more uh, towards his direction, even if you don't agree with all the things he says and all the silly things he does sometimes, right? Those are presuppositions. That's why people can attack. You know, if you're a Bernie Sanders supporter, people want to call you this. If you're a Donald Trump supporter, right, uh, you're just a bunch of outcasts, right? It's presuppositions. And that's what was the point in Donald Trump. He didn't make it too eloquently, not the best speaker, where he said not everybody on the other side of the argument is all bad. That was his point he was wanting to make, but it has been taken out of context and so destroyed so much. Why? Because people aren't interested in the truth. They're interested in their truth. That's what presuppositions are. It is people saying that this is my truth. Uh, And the problem is, and I'm going to deal with this in the fourth segment. I never want to bring up a problem unless we're going to deal with it. I'm going to show you a solution to this because there is an answer. It's just not, oh, my gosh, it's terrible. No, there is an answer. Uh, But if you're looking for easy, move on because, you know, you ain't going to find easy here. You'll find real. You'll find structural. You'll find foundational. Uh, But I always tell people, if you're looking for easy, go to a bar at 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, But don't go to Like It Matters Radio and don't go to likeitmatters.net because easy is not part of our equation. See, success. We cannot control the wind, but we can adjust the sails. See, success. We can't control what cards life deals us, but we can control how we play those cards. Success. We can't control what happens to us, but we can control what happens in us. And even success is a different word to all people, right? It's called a normalization. What is successful to you might be different than my producer. What's successful to my producer might be different than me. We're all using the same word, success. You know, we can have people that are so patriotic on the left side that destroy anybody that likes Trump. And then we have those of us on the right side that can call the other people unpatriotic because they don't support him. I mean, do you see what I'm saying? Here we have this word, patriotic or unpatriotic. It's a normalization. You can't put it in a wheelbarrow. But we define it ourselves. And then if someone doesn't measure up to that litmus test, we call them the opposite. Once you realize what's going on, you can be part of the solution instead of just everybody being part of the problem. It has to do with the frames that we put around things. See, the frame, the way in which a thing is put together and established order to shape to form. Frames give meanings to words. It changes our internal representation. The meaning of any experience in life depends upon the frame we put around it. 
Technically, nothing in the world has any meaning except the meaning we give it. How we feel about something and what we do in the world are dependent on our perception of it. I mean, all you got to do look at is important people's kids. I mean, let's be honest. If your last name is Biden, you're treated a lot different if you make money off your dad than if your name's Trump. Uh, let's just be honest. Forget what side of the aisle you sit on. Well, let's just be honest. Why? Because the presupposition that's in place. Because Trump is bad and Biden's good. Or Trump is good and Biden's bad. Don't you hear the presupposition? And so you filter everything. I was talking to a friend of mine in Minneapolis who's, who's pretty logical. He's an engineer. And he's shaking his head. He's not a real political guy. He goes, I can't get it. How can people look at the Biden thing and not see a problem but have all this problem with Trump? He's not even a big Trump supporter. Because he's intelligent enough, he doesn't have an emotional uh, you know, card in the game, that he can see it like it doesn't make sense to me. And I said, Rick, it's all about the presuppositions. See, if we perceive something as a liability, that's the frame, that's the message we deliver to our brain. Then the brain produces states that make it the reality. So if we change our point of view by looking at the situation as an opportunity, we can change the way we respond to situations in life right? One of the keys to success in life is to consistently represent your experience in ways that support you in producing even greater results for yourself and others. I had to make a decision. My ex-wife is just destroying me. She's attacking me. She's turning my son who we share custody against me. And man, I fought for my son. I really struggled to, 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 to get custody of him and the courts didn't go in my favor about six years ago. And so now I'm going to make a decision. Do I continue on this path and to the to the to the hurting of my son, or do I make a bigger decision and say, okay, if that's how you feel, I'm gonna go ahead and walk away. I'm gonna let you go, and I'm here if you need me, because what I'm getting right now is not a good outcome, and my son is paying a price. See, it all depends on the presupposition. Six years ago, I, I fought and spent thirty thousand dollars because my belief system was one thing. Today, I'm a lot more mature. I'm walking with God a lot closer. And I know the Beatitudes. I know who God wants me to be and who he doesn't want me to be. And so I had to filter that. I changed the frame of as I look at the situation. Seven years ago, I spent thirty grand and would do anything to fight for it. Today, I'm willing to walk away for the good of my son. Not because I want to, not because I don't love him, but because my presupposition, my frame is different. I had to change the internal narrative. See, our internal narrative is what we tell ourselves over and over and over. And so we got to take control of the frame. So these are, when I go into counseling, when I go into work with people, these are the 13 original major presuppositions that I function from. This is from my background in neuro-linguistic programming. Now, there will be exceptions to all these presuppositions, but they're very useful starting basis for communication and a very effective way to increase your awareness of your personal perception filters, your personal biases. Number one, I, I always know that communication is redundant. See, we're always communicating, and we're communicating in all three major sensory modalities, visual, auditory, kinesthetic. See, words are only 7% of communication. But if you know what you're looking at, people gesture. People's eyes move to a different direction depending on what they're talking about. Or they're coming from the past or coming from the future. Their, their, their eyes are going to juxtapose differently if they process visually by seeing or if they process auditorily by hearing or if they process kinesthetically by feeling. That's why some people think I read their mind. No, I don't. What I do is I know that communication is redundant. 
that in all three major sensory modalities, visual, auditory, and kinesthetic, that there's always nonverbal communication going on that either supports or not supports the verbal, and that's how you know if something's congruent. Number two, the meaning of your communication is the response you get. Isn't that weird? Communication is not about what you intend or about saying the right words. Communication is about creating an experience in and getting a response from the listener. The bottom line is a response you elicit. That's why we have to change our approach a lot of times. The definition of sanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. If you're not getting the results that you want in communication, you can't control another person, but you can control yourself. And this is a useful way for each of us to think about what we do and say. This means that if I write something as an author and you don't like it, that's a response I've elicited. It's more useful for me to think, I got a response I don't want. How can I change my behavior so that I get a response that I do want? See, that's why the next presupposition is so important. And that is requisite variety. And that says this, the element in a system with the most flexibility will usually be the controlling element. And if you know me, I like to be in control. And sometimes you've got to give up control in order to maintain control. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about presuppositions. And I'm sharing with you my original 13 presuppositions that I use to help people. We'll be right back. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you are made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through a national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. The world of business and investing is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the info? Most likely... 
you're not. Checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Parkinson's disease is a neurological movement disorder affecting an estimated 1 million Americans, including many under age 40. The American Parkinson Disease Association is the largest grassroots network in the United States, working to help ease the burden and find the cure for those coping with Parkinson's. Visit APDAoptimism.org today to find out how you can help millions live with dignity and optimism. Your action today will help APDA put an end to Parkinson's disease. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. Today, we're talking about presuppose. Presuppose to have a belief system going into something. And what I'm challenging you is to be aware of it. I'm not saying it's bad because we're human beings. We're always going to approach something with a preset belief. What I'm saying is we need to understand what's going on because what's missing in today's world is understanding. And so people always think I read people's mind. People wonder how I do what I do. Well, first of all, I approach it with a basic list of presuppositions, things I believe, things as I approach things I have built in place and everything else I see through that frame. I filter through it. And so what I've been doing is sharing with you what those are. Uh, Number one, communication is redundant. Number two, the meaning of your communications response that you get. Number three, I said requisite variety. And this is one of my favorite ones. As a leader, you need to know requisite variety. This is such an important belief system in my book. And it's something I've really locked onto over about the last 10 years. Um, And I think it's the most important presupposition that I have. And it is the element in a system with the most flexibility will usually be the controlling element. Remember, I believe that leaders were called to be fluid. We're called to be in a flow, as Mikhail Csikszentmihalyi put it. Uh, and so we need to understand that, that if I want to be in control, then I need to have the most flexibility, not rigid. Now, rigid in my values, yes. Uh, rigid in, in those uh, beliefs of God, Absolutely. But I am very flexible in how I get from point A to point B. I never uh, sell my soul. Uh, I I never uh, give up something I truly believe in. But I'm open. I'm willing to understand. I'm willing to step out of my own belief system and step into other people's belief systems so I can put it on, so I can walk them on their moccasins. And that's how people think I read their mind or people think someone told me about them. No, I, I just walk in their shoes. I actually step into their experience and I put it on. I want to know what they're feeling. I want to know what they're thinking. I want to know I match their breathing. I want to match their physiology. In NLP, we call it matching and modeling. And you really get someone's experience. So number four, people respond to their map of reality, not to reality itself. See, NLP is the science of changing those maps, not reality. We're not changing reality. We're just changing the maps of reality because no one responds to reality. What I said is we respond to our map of reality. And by changing the map, it's possible to change people's responses. Number five, people work perfectly. This is going to be a struggle for some of you. This one I struggled with a long time ago. No one is wrong or broken. Isn't that amazing? Now, I know spiritually that Romans 3.23 says we all fall short of the glory of God. I know the Bible says that man's heart is wicked, uh, you know, 
So I get all that. But now I'm talking about when I'm counseling with people, when I'm working with people. In other words, people are getting exactly the results they have been programmed to get. So if they don't like the results, they've got to change the approach. I didn't say anybody's perfect. There's only one perfect. But you're getting exactly the results you've been programmed to get. So if you don't like the results, you've got to go in and change the programming. You've got to go in the unconscious. The unconscious is your programming. We only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. And your unconscious mind is waiting for new instructions. Absent of new instructions, it will run the program in place. That's why Paul said, oh, my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. Why? Because of the unconscious programming of the flesh. That's why. No one is wrong or broken. It's simply a matter of finding out how you function now so that you can effectively change how you function in that context to something more useful, something more desirable, something more resourceful. Number six, people always make the best choice available to them at that time. Now, I'm not saying people don't make poor choices, but they go, sometimes we go from a limited perspective. Why? Because we're unconscious creatures. That's one of the reasons why I do awareness training. I want to increase your consciousness. When people leave our training, they become sensory acuity. They have a heightened sensory acuity. They're looking and they can see brighter things. They can smell brighter. Uh, things smell better. Things look better. Things, they hear things that were always being said, but they didn't hear them. Why? Because they weren't aware. See? People always make the ch- best choice available to them at the time. Number seven, every behavior is useful in some context. I know it's going to be hard for some of you to buy into, but every behavior, if nothing else to learn from, if nothing else to draw a line in the sand, recontextualizing behavior is a major category of the work I do of NLP intervention. Number eight, choice is better than no choice. As a general rule, when we get stuck, we make poor decisions. So we got to always give ourselves choices. Choice is better than no choice. Number nine, anyone can do anything. Yep, that's what I said. If one person can do something, it's possible to model it and teach it to anyone else. And that's why, yet by the grace of God, there go I. When I see people doing terrible, pathetic things that I find abominable, I look myself in the mirror and say, if one of us is capable, we're all capable. Keeps me in check. Number 10, people already have all the resources they need. Did you hear that? What they need is access to these resources. See, I don't give you the toolbox. I don't change anybody's life. People come into my training with a toolbox. I teach them what they've always been able to do. I teach them how to use those tools. I create an environment for them to see what they're capable of. Why? Because people already have all the resources they need to live the life they desire. Number 11, there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. Every response can be utilized. Richard Bandler, one of the uh, founding fathers of NLP, has often said that he has made more mistakes than anyone he knows. Robert Diltz has an investor friend who who works out a lot of things that don't work. And when Robert once asked him, isn't that discouraging? He replied, oh, no, I just realized that's a solution to a different problem. Or like Thomas Edison said, every time he did not, he failed. He said one more way not to create the incandescent light bulb. Number 12, chunking. Anything can be accomplished by anyone if you break the test down into small enough chunks. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And number 13, and this is a tough one. I don't have time to go into this. I could spend a whole show on this one. And this is one of the biggest ones I had a problem with. Uh, but if you meta something down, you get metacognitive, meta it down enough, you will see this to be true. Number 13, positive intent. Behind every behavior, you might have to go pretty deep for some of these things, is a positive intent. Now, I'm not saying it's good, 
I'm not saying what they did is right, but it's working to fill a positive intent. So what's the deal? So why do I bring this up? Because you need to know that what's lacking today is understanding. Here's the solution. Understanding, mercy, grace. Understanding that we all are, have preconceived notions, that we all have history, that we all have trauma, we all have drama. And the answer truly is, is seeking understanding. And in the way to seek understanding is through the three perceptual positions. I talk about this a lot. There are only three ways to see any situation in life. You need to know it's not unlimited. Keep it simple, soldier. First position is self, where you see it from your eyes. Second position is other where you see it from another person's eyes. And third position is overview. When you're looking at it like you're watching a videotape, a DVD, where you look at it from the outside, looking at the whole experience. And why this matters is because these give you more data. You know, I always like to say that there are three Fs to conflict resolution. Feel, felt, found. I understand how you feel. That gets you right next to the person. I felt this way. Now what you're doing is building rapport. You're sharing in their pain. You're sharing that you understand what they're going through. I've done the same thing. I felt the same pain. I've been in similar circumstances. you establishing what's called rapport. It's a communication psychology, unconscious, that allows for good communication to take place. And then thirdly, now you move them. Now that you're next to them, now that you've established connection with them, now you can move them. And one thing I've found See, too many people are stuck in self. All you got to do is watch the news channels, watch CNN, watch MSNBC, and they're stuck in self. My way or the highway. I'm right, you're wrong. The problem is when you get stuck there, it's called ego. It's called ego. And that's the mess we're in. That's why America's fallen off its perch as this great place, because we destroy each other that we don't agree with. We used to be able to vote different and still like each other. You've got to get out that first position self and go into second position with each other. And other is the ability to actually get out of your experience and step into somebody else's. It's not sitting back on your high horse, not sitting back reclining in your chair, wondering what that person must be going through. No, I'm talking get metaphorically out of your chair, go over and occupy their chair and sit where they're sitting. See it through their eyes. Take on their belief systems. Take on the structure of their past. That creates understanding. See, you don't have to agree with someone's map of reality, but in order to establish rapport, in order to establish that connection, you've got to at least understand it. And what's lacking today is understanding. We're so afraid of our own beliefs. We don't believe enough in what we believe that we're not willing to step into other people's beliefs. I truly believe that if you're, if you're confident in what you believe, then you could step out of those beliefs and step into another person's belief. And you don't have to agree with it. Just understand it. Now, I'm not saying stay there. You only go there occasionally, but you need to be on there on a regular basis because if you get stuck there, it's called sucker. That everybody else is right and you're wrong, right? So you need other is really called empathy, the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. And the third one's overview. An overview is a chance to look back and take a look at it from someone else. If someone else was watching this experience, and all three of those give you data, those data will help you live a better life. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? 
How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb, not just after birth, but nine months before. At conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro life. Pro Life Across America is non political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro life across.